all right welcome back to the equilibrium effect my name is ryan i'm here with my wife uh, leanne so what are we talking about today so as you know one of my favorite things to watch on our different streaming services are documentaries so one of the ones that i watched recently was the inventor on hbo max and what it's about is this lady named elizabeth holmes and she's the founder and ceo of theranos and um, what piqued my interest about it is it's actually local to us in the northern california bay area so i kind of wanted to see what it was about and i actually remember hearing about theranos back when a lot of the controversial stuff was going on um, so who she is and what Theranos is about, um, she actually started at Stanford and the there's a podcast out about it called The Dropout. She actually dropped out of Stanford at 19. She started as a chemical engineering major and had all these grand ideas about starting a medical laboratory company where instead of, you know, now you go to the doctor and they draw your blood and have a phlebotomist um, and a laboratory technician run the lab results. Well, her grand idea was to have a machine that was able to just take your finger stick blood. So just like you were testing your blood sugar or something like that and be able to run all these hundreds of tests. And um, it started out as this idea and over time, um, she was able to get all of these investors. So some of the like most well-known investors were the Walton family, which is the founders mm -hmm. of Walmart, um, Robert Murdoch, um, the DeVoe family, which the Betsy DeVoe's most commonly known for being the what um, secretary of education or something um, yeah. for Trump. Um, the founders of Oracle, and then she had all these board members, um, but most of them had military background or um, political background. So George Schultz, Henry Kissinger, and General James Mattis. Right, which spells disaster. Right, so that was kind of <laughs> you know, the interesting yeah. thing was um, with the documentary, she was obviously in the actual tech field um, and medical tech, not just regular tech, but no one from the health industry, healthcare industry had really was either investing initially or on her board, um, which you would think would kind of be essential when you're trying to start this kind of grand idea for changing how lab tests are done. Right. And so the premise of the documentary was her trying to start this company and basically it was all a scam, spoiler alert, um, and going through the people that really spoke out and became the whistleblowers um, with the different articles and books and things that have come out after that. Um, so one of the things that I kind of found interesting was she had gotten all these people on board and really like sold them on the idea without any kind of backing or um really any validation of her machine it was just an idea a grand right. idea that she had when she was 19 that even her professors at stanford told her she wouldn't be able to make it work um, but she was able to talk these big companies so one of the companies was walgreens that she was able to kind of convince them to pilot it in some of the stores right and, and so basically you could take 
any lab test you wanted and go into Walgreens and just order it without having to go seen at the, be seen by a doctor, which being in the healthcare field, we've talked about this. Like, how does a normal person off the street need to know that they need to get an HIV test or have check their chemistries or just randomly decide that they want to order something without having the help of a doctor? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I kind of understood where she was coming from as far as wanting people to have access to this stuff, right? Because, like, in the documentary, um, she was saying stuff about how, what was she saying? She was saying that um, if you could catch it early, like, well, she was saying something along the lines of, you know, when when they test now, you're already sick. But if we could find a way to basically test you before you become sick, you know, the medication is more effective. Or yeah, the therapies that's... are more effective. Right. So like I get it. She had decent intentions. Yes, but you could still go to your doctor. Like if you're curious, like you have a family history of something and you want to catch it early. Yeah. You can have, that's a conversation with a doctor. Yes, that is. (laughs) But it was also, I think what she was trying to do, which I mean, she's, she's a nut job. I'm not trying to defend her or anything, but like I, I understood like, it was this was some medical device that was going to make it more cost effective because she was basically explaining like one of these tests alone was like 30 or 40 dollars for one test right and she had brought the cost down well she faked it but right she brought the cost <laughs> down to three dollars which okay it sounds amazing right yeah from one machine <laughs> but yeah go ahead sorry no and that's to me the thing like you would think you know, Walgreens and she also had been working with like Cleveland Clinic and she was trying to work with like Safeway, but that fell through. Like those are all big major corporations that like generally people trust that if they're putting something out there, they've done their homework and it's actually been validated and tested. And I mean, we'll talk about this more, but that wasn't the case with her. It was just a pipe dream and none of her technology even actually worked. Oh, yeah, that that was the crazy part. I think the the thing that stood out to me the most was the fact that how she was so hyped in the media. She was on all these magazines like she was the next Steve Jobs and she was on Forbes. She was on Fortune. She was on like a few other magazines, which was crazy. She was on all of these news outlets, right? Yep. She was rubbing elbows with celebrities and politicians and things like that. But that makes you wonder what the hell do they really know? Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like, but I just bring it back to the current situation and the mistrust for the media. This is a really good example. They pushed this woman to the limelight with no evidence whatsoever. Zero, no validations, nothing. Well, and that's the thing to me, like the, was interesting how she like her at the peak she had raised several hundred millions of dollars oh yeah and was the company was valued at like nine billion dollars and it was all fake all fake damn that that's crazy that is so crazy but yet and still politicians (laughs) were expected make laws yeah Yeah, like (laughs) You make laws about people's health. You want to talk to us about health insurance and you get bamboozled really bad. Somebody college dropout really, really <laughs> bad. 
what was the the lady that is um that was in Trump's cabinet? Not yeah, she was the uh school thing. What, the what? Betsy DeVoe or whatever. Hundred hundred and twenty five million? Yep, that they had donated or crazy. And it's nice that they have that kind of money to just give well, away. Yeah, but, <laughs> but think about that for a second. People like that are in power. And making Bet, decisions. What was it, Betsy DeVoe? What's her name? Yeah, Betsy DeVoe. She was in charge of our whole school systems in a way. Right. Like on a federal level. These people are idiots. And that's like she basically used little white lies, I guess you could say, to continue to move on. So initially with all these politicians on board it was mm -hmm. supposed to get piloted in the military so she used that to kind of sell to walgreens and all these other companies that oh yeah you, even though it never got piloted in the military she that's yeah. what she sold and to then walgreens. she said that they were on um they were currently i don't know who she was talking to but she was talking to one of the investors and she said that they uh it was currently being used on helicopters in the military or something like that, right? Yep. And I remember never, her saying that. What? And it never made it. They were going to, but they never were able to make it work or came to fruition. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, on top of all the like lies and just the sheer amount of money, the big thing now and kind of what's resurfacing is her trial with all these fraud charges is mm -hmm. st starting. So they just started jury selection this week. Um, and some of the things, you know, now going around the podcast, the dropout is starting a second season. And what they've talked a lot about is what kind of defense is she going to bring to the table? And obviously they're trying to throw the kitchen sink out there Oh yeah. Um, but some of the, the, I think one of the most interesting things is the there she's claiming she's was abused by the president and CEO of the company what at was his the time, name? Sonny Balwani. Yeah. And he actually didn't even come into the company until 2009, which I think she started it like five or six years earlier. Um, so he wasn't even initially part of the plan <laughs> or part of this grand idea. Right. Um, they brought him on later, but now she's trying to say that he like manipulated her and like was controlling her and was, she was in this big abusive relationship for 10 years and she had nothing to do with all these fraud charges, which was to me, it's just a cop out. That is a complete cop out. And when you look at the documentary and you listen to some of the podcasts and you do your own research, you understand that she was very manipulative. Like she embodied Steve Jobs. She like she looked up to this guy. She literally made herself the, the woman Steve Jobs. Changed her voice. There is a video on YouTube that I was watching. She was doing a um what was she was doing a talk at Stanford. I don't know when this was, but she her voice changed during this uh interview <laughs> it went from very feminine back to masculine where well, it started masculine and very deep and then it went when she was she got excited about something i can't remember what she was saying but she got really excited about something and then her voice went very feminine yeah <laughs> and then she caught herself towards the end and started slowly making her voice deep again i said this woman ain't nothing but a damn fraud and it's been pointed out many, many times several years ago, and nobody really gave a shit. 
Right. And that's like the, I think the original Stanford professor that told her like that her idea was crazy and it was never going to work, um, said that, but, oh, when I was working with her, when she was an undergrad at Stanford, like her voice was not baritone like that. But then I guess the family, which, you know, family's going to try and back her has said like her voice has always been that deep, but which is not true. You, there's evidence out there. You can find some interviews when she was at Stanford that that's not true because she came back and spoke a lot. But I mean, to me, I don't know, like the, the whole trying to blame it on this Sammy guy, Sonny, Sonny guy, uh, it bothers me because I just feel like she's manipulating the situation all over again. She's finding the loopholes, which in this, in that documentary, it's, it explained how she made it through these years without having to show any proof. Did you see that part? Yeah. With the stealth research and how that's a thing in the medical industry so no one can steal your your ideas. Yeah, with the like startups and all yeah. that stuff. So she literally got away with claiming they were st- you know, it's stealth research and got all of this backing and, and money without having to validate a damn thing. And then you she's now trying to play the victim card and right. supposedly she's gonna testify, which to me it's like when someone's been that manipulative and just blatantly bold faced lied, then how would any jury like how does she have any kind of credibility with anybody? Yeah. But you know what's interesting? She did um, the interview, I guess, when she was talking to the lawyers a couple of years ago when they started to investigate her. Like the, did the, you see deposition. that? Mm-hmm. Well, it was on camera. And like they went line by line in the magazine that she had was talking to about all the accomplishments accomplishments in this um, with this technology, how it can do hundreds of tests. Like they literally went line by line and asked her about it. And she admitted that it, none of it was true. In she the, admitted it in the deposition. Yes. Yeah. So like how all of a sudden now you're going to come back and say, oh, well, I was abused and, and this, that and the third. And that's why I was doing all these things like that's just not true. Well, and I think like the documentary talked about this a little bit, how she tried to play. Well, I'm the face of the company. So I was the one trying to promote it and like sell it to the companies and Sonny and all the other people that were actually responsible for the operations were the ones like knowing all the test results. So like she's trying to play like she didn't really know the details of what was going on and stuff like that, which it's like. How can you just completely flip from, you know, everything about the company and you're kind of the leader. And they even talked about that, that that's the reason why the sunny guy wanted to be with her was because he felt like she was like so magnanimous and was like a once in a generation type person to now he like is abusive and was controlling how you're spending your money and everything (laughs) like that doesn't really. But he initially came in as an investor. Mm hmm. Uh, I think they were on the verge of running out of research funding. And, and he, he like, did a personal yeah, loan. Or personal what? loan of like $13 million or something, right? I think so. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's odd. Like he believed in you that much that he gave you a personal loan. Yeah. And now he's very abusive, which, okay, could be true, but who knows? It's just odd that, like you said, they're throwing the kitchen sink at it. And it, it it just bothers me knowing, you know, just getting to know her in a little bit of time that we have, you can see right through a lot of the things because all the facts are out there. Right. She's a literally a liar. She lies about everything. And it's been proven 
and depositions and uh, testimonies from employees that she will literally lie about anything. Right. So, I mean, I think all this stuff is going to come back and bite her because there's so many people that hate her butt right now. Yeah, because, I mean, you can imagine, like, if you invested that much money and lost it, and then not only, so the fraud charges were, she obviously lied to the investors, but then she lied to patients, too, because their lab tests were so off base. They had people that were misdiagnosed. So of these tests, like, there were a lot of infectious disease things, a lot of things testing for cancer and different things like that. So it's like they literally had people thinking that they had their cancer had come back or that they had miscarried, even though they were healthily pregnant. And can you imagine like all the trauma of of, like major medical decisions like that, of like being wrong. Mm -hmm. And then I also was seeing how she, they're trying to have these, her medically or psychiatric, I can't say the word the right way, psychiatric evaluation to basically like prove that or use that as a defense too, that they're trying to throw that in there now. Saying what? That she was crazy? Or I guess that well, like- Or she's psychotic or what? What are they trying to say? I think like one of the arguments is like, that she wasn't lying because she truly believed what she was saying. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like that she believed it so much that she wasn't lying. But see, this only applies to when, why does this only apply when you haven't killed anybody? So if I can say my child, like the, 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 the dumbass dad that killed his whole family because That's QAnon <laughs> said that his, had his, his children had a snake blood in them. What did he so It was some yeah. weird shit, right? <laughs> like, I don't think he gets to gets a pass on that, right? No. But, it's, little, still, but, yeah. but it, it's annoying because people like her, they'll get away with it. Because they still harmed people. Yeah, but they will get away with it because it's a white collar crime. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call it. It's not something that physically killed someone, but I, I just don't get it. The the double standards and... Uh. Well, and then the other piece that they're expecting her to say is the whole, like, how am I different than anybody else in Silicon Valley? Because the whole startup mentality of, like you said, they're very secretive about what they're doing. So when they're pitching these ideas, they don't always have specific numbers. It's, you know... It is a lot of like good faith, like hopefully this comes to fruition. Right. This is our idea. But the difference is, you know, like she's not Apple where they're coming out with a new iPhone. It's (laughs) medical industry. It's medical tech. Right. (laughs) We're talking about people's lives, right? You're talking about like, even if you don't harm them physically, which thank goodness a lot of these people got second opinions and, you know, had other tests run. Right. And it showed that this was some wacky stuff going on here. But think about the psychological damage, you know what I mean? Of having to go through that trauma for maybe months, who knows, weeks or months. Right. Well, that one lady thought she her cancer came back. And come to find out, she was cancer-free. Right, and she had like, a, it was like a breast cancer patient. Her right. like estrogen levels were like zero. Like, even though- imagine, <laughs> like, cancer is one of the scariest freaking things in the world. Yet and still... You take this rapid test that's supposed to be like this next generational great thing and it's false. Completely like way the F off. 
And like sometimes you really wonder uh, how smart these people really are. Because something as simple as an apology, a public apology, would suffice for a lot of people, right? Yeah. And could save face to the company. But it's some of those small details that they, they're just lacking and they're missing. Well, and that's what um, the podcast talked a little bit about now that the charges have been brought. Like, mm-hmm. she just, like, went on with her life. Now she, like, found some other hotel millionaire guy to be with and she's just like out in san francisco walking around walking her dog and posting on social media and like when the company finally closed down she was like a burning man um because she doesn't believe she did anything wrong that's what she 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 thinks she's getting off and i don't know how it's going to play out and i pray to goodness that she does not get off but i truly the way she's acting i truly believe that she thinks She's about to play this whole game all over again. Yeah. And well, and we hadn't talked about this yet, but then she just had a baby, which is kind of why the trial, the charges were initially from like three years ago and COVID COVID. happened, happened. And then she just had a baby like a month ago. So they talked about how this having a baby, like bringing another person into this world is actually probably part of her defense strategy because if they know that she literally just has this newborn baby and they're talking about putting her in jail for 20 years, that means like she would never see her child right. until oh, yeah. they're going off to of college. <laughs> they're, they're, she's playing the game. That's why she's still moving on with her life. Like I was just saying, she's playing the game. This woman is smart. Now, she's not a dummy. Like I was looking at some of this stuff that what she she learned Mandarin at nine, yeah, because her and, parents had her in some school or something right. like that. And then she learned like coding mm-hmm. at nine years old too. I think she learned like C plus plus or something. Yeah, so the chick is smart. She's not a dummy. And then, and think about how she just manipulated so many people for so many years and, and accumulated so much wealth off of nothing. Yeah, that was like actually so, one of the whistleblowers was the grandson yeah, yeah. of George Schultz that were actually worked at the at Theranos mm-hmm. and his granddad was literally like did not believe him until the very end till all the charges and everything came and out. So, but she that just shows you how good she is. How good she is, is with her personality like, and yes, selling it. Everyone said like her personality is what drew people in. And like how she was just like, I don't know, like people were enamored with this woman for some reason because they looked at her as Steve Jobs. And I I just get the feeling that it's happening again. Yeah. She's about to try to manipulate and weasel her way out of this whole situation. Well, and that's what I'd be interested to see, like with the trial how what actually the defense ends up using because i feel like you know we've talked about like five different things of what they're talking about potentially using for their defense and it's like you would think that like a jury would be able to see through that if they're literally like throwing the kitchen sink of like well there's this reason and this reason and this reason it's like well what reason is it like you can't have five different things they have an uphill battle yeah you know i think like i said i think she has it all figured out in her head she thinks it's gonna work but there's just so many lies that can be shown to be like well there's just so many things that you can show and prove even in her own words 
of admitting that she lied about certain things or they weren't necessarily true. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, I get it. You're her lawyer, but I'm, I just don't know how this is going to work. Yeah, and that's like, what really... She lied about some of the big companies she was working for. What was it G? What's that company? Uh, it's a pharmaceutical company that she lied about working with for years. And then come to find out when all this went down, they said, first of all, we've never worked with her in our life. Like, period. We've never worked with her. Yeah. Like, I know she had partnered with a few people like Walgreens. And, but some um, of them never came to fruition. Like, right. she had started the discussions. Yeah. But... So, they they talked about partnership and they agreed to be in partnerships, but it never actually happened because they could never validate the, the stuff. And that was the crazy thing to me. Like, What is G? What is it? Oh, GSK. What is, what is GSK? Oh, GlaxoSmithKline. Like, right. So, she claimed to have a partnership with GSK. And then come to find out she never did. But she, till this day, she's adamant that she had a partnership with it. It's just like when you know this, yeah, the delusions. See how all these things are going to pop up and it's going to make it hard for jurors to believe her. Because there's so many lies that have been told. Well, and that's what I'll be interested to see the psych evaluation. Because like... I mean, obviously the defense is going to like try and make it where like she's delusional and like she really, really believes all this stuff. Right. But, so like, I mean, what are they going to say? She's schizophrenic. She's a psychopath. She's a, a habitual liar. She what? I mean, they're going to say that she's living in a different world. I mean, hell, I don't know, but it's just crazy, man. And um, didn't they? They got one drug. Like they, they got one test approved. What was that? It was a herpes test. Right. That was, but it was one. And her whole idea was that you could take the few drops of blood and do like two hundred and fifty tests on the machine. Right. And they literally got one test FDA approved out right. of the two hundred. And then guess what? <laughs> they lost the approval. Well, yeah, because once the FDA figured out what was going on, because um when the technology on their machine wouldn't work, uh, they were actually using the actual approved machines that, you know, you have your blood drawn right. and we use in labs right now. Right. Um, and then what, what happened? So I think they did an investigation, right? They came into the labs and they saw that they were mishandling everything. Yep. And, and so they got the, uh, it was the FDA and then this CMS who is kind of responsible in the healthcare field for making sure all the, the information and everything getting reported out is accurate. Mm -hmm. um, they came in and figured out that what they were doing was not correct. Um, and even with Walgreens, Walgreens had a laboratory scientist um, when they were hearing the pitch that was um, interviewed in the documentary. And he was like, I told them not to do it because how is this like even feasible? And the whistleblower people talked about that. Like they would literally like have the machines breaking on them while they were trying to do all of these tests. And right. you think about like a potentially infectious patient and you've got their blood spilling everywhere. And then they're doing crazy things like running the lab, the blood work down to the lab while investors are sitting there or going out to lunch and doing crazy things. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I say. Mm -hmm. Like she knew what was going on. She knew it. She, the, uh, see the, the scam was, you know distract them with lunch and talk for a very long time so they could actually process the stuff right to process the uh blood work on a normal to get the machine. results that they they needed yeah 
So it, yeah, it was definitely a fake it till you make it type of scenario, which she doesn't seem very smart for that part. I know she's a very smart lady, but a lot of smart people just don't have common damn sense. Right. <laughs> and I feel like she's part of that group where common sense just, it, 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 it that was the one attribute that escaped her. Because, I mean, again, master manipulator. Damn, she was good. But uh, she wasn't street smart she, in the, no. the respect who knows? I mean, <laughs> that sunny guy, he seemed like he was a pretty smart street guy. I mean, he did. Now, when you look at him, though, did you notice he, he seemed old? He was. He was like 20 years older than her. And uh, they were dating okay. or something like that. So like, I noticed that. I was like, damn, wait. That's the sunny guy? <laughs> like, I, I I was listening to the podcast with you, but I was like, okay. And you was talking about how that was part of her argument. But I, I thought it was some young guy, like around her age. But now I'm starting to get it. Okay, he's a little old man. Yeah. <laughs> most of the men on her board was old. Well, most of the people on her board was old men. Yeah, old white men. Well, Sonny was, isn't white, but. <laughs> right, but, you know. <laughs> It's almost like they old senile. If she can convince them that anything, yeah, yeah, man, I made some product that made the sky purple, and they believe it. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Well, and I, I think that's like the most interesting part is, I mean, there's one of the other documentaries I've watched is the whole Doctor Death Death thing, hmm. and it's just amazing to me, like in the healthcare field where we're like supposed to be functioning off of like evidence and science and facts that she was able to dupe all these people yeah but it makes you it makes you think a little bit right about okay is this true like it it made it so far it makes you feel like this is how it it normally is right yeah it truly made me feel that way like is this normally how they operate well and i think obviously now after all this happened because this was back in 2010s and 20, you know, five, 10 years ago, the, the industry has changed. Like I was reading now, like even for regular startups, like women CEOs of startup companies are saying like they get asked about her and like <laughs> whether they're like going to act like her. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's kind of insulting, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I don't think you should be asking people. Like that. assuming just because right. they're a female CEO that no. they're. <laughs> See, the problem was nobody did their due diligence. Yeah. No one demanded access to the research. To well, the... people did, but she blew them off. Right. And said that... But the problem is you, you want the money. Yeah. So the people that have the money have the power. Right. Which I, I'm just, I don't quite understand. Like, I guess, you know, they want to be on the next big thing, you know. And get in early. Get in early. So I, I get the, the whole stupid, like, I, I don't know. It's just stupid. I can't wrap my head around it because it's like, if it's my money, I want to know. You're going to have to show me. Right. Prove to me that it works. And like all of these, like all of these people were connected. That she got investments from? Right. It was word of mouth. Right. Like somebody else knows somebody. Right. And, and they were saying, no, this is good. Yeah. It just, it took one of them to say, hold on, wait a minute. Guys, don't you think we should validate this first? Show me proof that this is working. You know, even if it's not the full hundred or 200 um, tests that she say, says it can do, 
hell, does it do 40 or 50? Right. Like, I, I don't know. That's just, to me, common sense. But when you have all this money, which all these people did have, they did have, I don't, you know, you're just throwing money at stuff to see if you can make more money at this point. Well, and I think, like, she was able to give some of them enough information where they felt comfortable. Like, we were talking about with the lab tests. Like, I think it was the George Schultz guy, like, was, like, told somebody, like, no, I had my own lab work done. And it was, like, the results <laughs> were what they were supposed to be. So Like, he was supposed to know what they were supposed to be. Right, exactly. Didn't get it validated through any other like, health no, care provider. Right. <laughs> So it's like, I think people were saying, oh, no, it's good. Like you're saying, it's good. It's good without really knowing or right. understanding. But see, then that brings me back to my whole thing. These people should have no say so in the health industry. If you're able to dupe them this easily, what the hell, man? What's true? Yeah. What's not true? Who the hell can I trust? And like the whole hell, I don't even know if it's a conspiracy at this point, but it's like. The whole notion that they don't trust the government when it comes to the health stuff, I'm starting to believe it. Yeah. Like, damn, these people were that stupid to give this woman all this money. And most of them were politicians. Right. How the hell, what the fuck, man? That's scary. How do you... <laughs> out of, well, that's scary i'm sorry that's really scary and you know kind of what to me is the ironic piece one of the like fun facts that i learned from the documentary so this machine that she was making they called it the edison and obviously from like social science class we know thomas edison was one of the most like famous or he's heralded as one of the most famous inventors of like all time mm. and apparently he was had similar personality traits to her. So that was one of the things that the documentary was talking about was when he invented the light bulb, you know, he touted like he did it all by himself, but he actually had a research lab in New Jersey. And it was like a race between all these different inventors to come up with the light bulb. And he was actually paying newspaper people to like help promote him. So similar to what she was doing, like getting all these investors, he was literally paying off the newspaper people to like say good things about him until he finally got the light bulb to work. Right. And I was like, dang, how <laughs> ironic is that? That she literally named her machine that couldn't do anything after an inventor that literally did some of the same things that she did. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> damn, think, I mean, you say, you say that. I mean, she took all her per all her personality traits from like famous people. Yep, <laughs> it's crazy. I, it's to me, it's crazy. It was like the ultimate manipulation. I think I that's mean, why our like society is so interested in this trial and uh, her background and everything because you sit there and you think about it and you're like, dang, like she was able to really convince all these people. Yeah, and not just investors, the whole damn media industry. And you wonder why nobody trusts the media. Because <laughs> damn, you can get it wrong and make people believe it's true. And they believed it with 100%. She, I mean, God. I, it, but, the, you know, the mainstream media don't get it. Well, I don't understand why they don't believe us. Right. We had these people come on. <laughs> okay. And one of the, she had Sanjay Gupta mm -hmm. at her facility looking at it, smiling in amazement. 
Yeah. And he... well, well, damn. <laughs> yep. And I think that'll be the interesting thing to see is now that she's dealing with the court systems, whether it goes as smoothly as everything in her past has gone. <laughs> oh, no. She's on the downward spiral now. I don't think she's going to have much more going for her. I think the best thing that happened to her is probably this new boyfriend and her newborn child. That's probably going to be the best thing that happens to her. But, I mean, obviously, she's trying to start a new company now, right? Mm. But it's weird. I thought part of her, because she had one trial, right? That she didn't plead. I can't remember how that went. Every As far as I know, everything's been postponed, okay. like, because of COVID. But for some reason, I feel like I heard something saying about how she couldn't be a CEO or something oh, that for was, 10 years. It wasn't um, legal stuff. That was part of the CMS and the FDA. Ah, okay. Um, saying that she couldn't, like, be a CEO of the, any kind of lab company for whatever amount of time. Yeah, but. I think it was, like, 10... It was 10 or something years. Yeah. 10 years or a little bit more. It was something like that. But... Ugh. So we'll see. And I know the podcast, the dropout, um, they're going to be covering the trial. Man, and you're giving free plugs. I know well, ain't nobody hardly listening to us, but you're giving free plugs right now. Well, because I'm going to be listening in to keep learning about it. And I think it just speaks to like our society and how interested they are. And there's going to be movies coming out this year, too. I saw who is the comedian lady that's going to be playing her. There's someone they had already picked a couple of years ago to play her. Oh, yeah, but it changed. Oh, well, so they've changed it now? Yeah. Um, Kate McKinnon was originally going to be her on the Hulu series. She was a comedian, right? Well, Saturday she still Night is. Live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that, but I'm saying, I keep, <laughs> I don't know why I keep talking in past tense, but you you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but now it changed to um, Amanda, and I can never say her last name, Safe Seyfried. Which I know her from Mean Girls, which is probably aging me, but um, she's done a lot of other stuff since then. Um, but you probably don't really know because it's mostly like more girl type movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't watch that stuff. <laughs> but then also, um, so the original um, uh, article that came, or book um, called Bad Blood that came out about the guy that broke the first article about her. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is actually doing is playing her in the movie. So there's like a movie and a Hulu series that are going to be coming yeah, out this year. Okay. So that's going to be interesting, but I feel like this should be an indictment on the media. <laughs> the whole hype train. Yeah. Like not only should she go to fucking prison. They, I mean, the media's already lost a lot of credibility. They should lose. They, nobody should even listen to them anymore. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> Like she was on all these magazines. Well, they was touting her and she, meeting celebrities. She she had a picture with Serena Williams. Yeah. And uh, what's the guy? Oh, a few other people. I'm just, I've lost all faith. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to see how the trial ends out. Yeah, I hope she goes to prison for twenty damn years. <laughs> I hate to say it, but you gonna have to be a parent from prison, lady. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you guys next time.